When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Beyonce by request right there for Jenny and Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called cuff it. Well, I thought it was appropriate for the second date update, you know. Yeah. It was all about cuffing. Staying so I'm on like, theme. Oh, we mm-hmm. should play cuff it up by Beyonce. That that really gets me going in the morning. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. I play requests. <laughs> I take them all right here. Whatever you got. Well, not for everybody. Maybe you yeah. guys. If yeah. your song sucks, we won't play it. All right, right. <laughs> as long as it doesn't suck. <laughs> it has to have a beat. If you're calling Can't to be request, a whiny ballad. If you're going to request Metro Nation Boomin or whatever, Metro Boomin. That is a no. That's a no. We also will not. Or we be just play- say. All right, we'll try to get that on for you. Yes, we also not. We will not be playing anything by Gwen Stefani. Correct. Per Jen Jordan's request. That's right. Jacob says they're awful. No doubt in Gwen Stefani. It's too whiny. He doesn't want to hear it on the radio station. Where did he learn that? He from? has a list. Yeah. So Jen Jordan has banned Gwen Stefani from the show. Yes, she's banned Gwen Stefani. All right. And a couple of other people I can't name. There's a, there, Jacob's got a running list. He, a list. he used to write letters to Patty yes. and, and tell her to stop playing these songs because it's they're crap. dumb. It's dumb, <laughs> It's yeah. crap, yeah. It's crap or it's dumb. She was really good about responding to, she like, was. the first couple, wasn't she? Was she was awesome. And then yeah, she, she finally him back. gave up and just started like, ignoring yeah. him. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this is what I get for being responsive. Exactly. That just writes me again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he also used to write letters to President Trump about the Brent Spence Bridge. And I'll tell you what, we got responses back from the White House on very fancy paper. That's great. I know. It was kind of fun. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but if you send like a wedding invitation to the White House or uh, something like that, like a request about something, they're usually pretty, even if it's a form letter. Yeah. Uh, their whatever staff that's in charge of doing that is usually pretty good at sending out a response. Yeah, and it's yeah, really exciting to get something in the mail from the White it, well, House. I mean, we got, I mean, several. Now we got zero response from the governor of Pennsylvania when he wrote letters complaining about the potholes. Oh, really? Yeah, we got, and then he wrote multiple letters well, to the governor of that? Pennsylvania. Some wolf, I think his name was Tom Wolf, maybe. Mm. Yeah, did not respond. It's very disappointing. So in the 90s, when I first got married, uh-huh. I, we sent out, just as a joke, we sent out an invitation. I was living in New York at the time. So we sent out an invitation, wedding invitation to the mayor of New York, <laughs> the governor of New York, who at the nice. time was Mario, Mario Cuomo. Cuomo. Yeah. And uh, the president, who at the time was Bill Clinton, got responses from all of them. Wow. Congratulations and Isn't that photos cool? and stuff. And it was. 
signed or supposedly, you know, looked yeah. like it was. So our tax dollars are paying for people to respond to letters. People That's like great. to be heard, Jen. <laughs> That's great. Hey, this time tomorrow, round one of Pick Your Purse. Could you believe exciting. it? We kick it off. It's back. Yep. And not only are the purses part of this, but the grand prize is pretty, pretty awesome. Fantastic. Pretty mind-blowing. Pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. Yeah, this is, we're talking about a $3,500 closet makeover from Closets and More and $5,000 in cash and a pair of tickets to Taylor Swift July 1st at Paycor Stadium. Awesome. I mean, this is just unheard of. And you get a purse and then each purse comes with stuff inside of it. And the, I mean, the purses are spectacular as always. There's yes. always there. There are always Louis in there. And this always is just ra- it, this is what's making me wonder too. Because this morning when I was researching this, it said round one purses. So I'm like, how many rounds of fabulous bags are we going to have? But I we usually do two, don't we? Two rounds. Well, yeah. Yeah. So you never many. know these days. You never know because I mean, look what happened with us over Christmas. Remember when we did shop till you drop? Oh, yeah. We thought we were only going to do three rounds, and we ended up doing what six, ten, yep. something like that. It felt like, like it. <laughs> it just kept going and Eight. going and yeah. going. Yep. Yeah, but you have to go to wkrq.com. You can print out your cheat sheet, but you can also click on our Q102 Pinterest page, and you can see so many of these fantastic bags with like just amazing designers from. Cole Haan, Tory Birch, Louis Vuitton. I mean, there's so many. There's a handful of new designers in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to send some of these as like Mother's Day ideas. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that starts tomorrow, 740. Pick Your Purse is back on Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, a hack for when you forget someone's name. God, do I need this. <laughs> Also, ever thought about having a Viking funeral? Kristen has. Kind of. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What is, I need to know what the definition is Oh, you'll know it. (laughs) Tell you all about it. Coming up next, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right. The perfect length of a nap. I've been trying to figure that out. Usually, uh, you know, like a 20-minute, half-hour cat nap seems to work for me if I take one. I got to be careful with those, though. If I sleep too long, I won't be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. Also, ever thought about having a Viking funeral? Never heard of it? Yes. We'll tell you what it is on this Tuesday, the 25th of April of 2023. Time for your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories... A great hack here for when you forget someone's name. 
There's been a lot of talk about metaverses and virtual reality and artificial intelligence. But for now, it's just regular people running things who live in a real world, who spend a ton of time online. But we are connecting with other real people who we don't know. In a new poll, a whopping 50% of Americans say they have a friendship that is entirely online, meaning that they met this person online communicate with them there, and have never met them in person. Mm. It's oh. more common for Gen Zers. I do have one. You have someone that you just strictly, you yes. feel like you have a friendship or relationship with this person. 100%. You've never met them in person. So this happened back when I had just had my daughter, um, and I was home during maternity leave, and I had a lot of postpartum. And I, my kid was crying all the time because she had colic and all these things. And there was a, I didn't really know this person, but we were Facebook friends and her name was Tanya. And I saw that she had just had a baby too. And it said like, this is what I want to pretend that my baby is. And it's like a picture of this happy little baby. Mm -hmm. And she wrote like, but that is not what's happening at my house, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I like. immediately reached out to her and I was like, hey, I know we haven't met before, but I also have a newborn at home that is just really struggling. And I was like, do you want to be friends and talk about mom stuff? Yeah. She was like, yes. And we still talk to this day. Her daughter just turned six over the weekend. And I messaged her yesterday, like, how was the birthday party? What did you get? And blah, blah, blah. And it has been six years of us talking back and forth via Facebook. Where Messenger. does she live? I don't know, like Milford. Okay, so she's local. Yeah, and we have never met. But wow. we are 100% friends online via Facebook Messenger only. Yeah. And I thought I saw her at your TED Talk. Oh, yeah. And she ended up having been there. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I totally just, missed you. Yep, I totally missed you. And she and I, I'm sure, at the same places often, but we just have never made a point to That's meet. That's funny. I have a whole group of people. Yeah? From, like, classes that I take. There's, yeah, that's yeah, There's a common. bunch. Yeah, there's a bunch there. But, like, if it's just, like, a one-on-one -on -one relationship type friendship with someone that's entirely online, it's more common for Gen Zers 68% say they have one. 61% uh, of millennials have one. But 40% of Gen Xers and even 20%, 27% of boomers have at least one online friendship. There's a handful of listeners who have connected on Instagram on my personal one that, you know, they get me. We get each other. We laugh at the same crap. Yeah. So I don't know if that counts. I, would, I, I don't would know say if there's one person that I've ever, like, really messaged online that I would consider a friend who I've never met in person. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think. What about Kate Beckinsale? <laughs> what about Savannah Guthrie? <laughs> well, they're my girlfriends. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but getting back to names here for just a moment, it isn't often, but every now and then, someone will ask something on social media and get a brilliant response, or, or helpful at least. And someone recently asked this question. How do I ask this girl I've known for months if her name is Aubrey or Audrey? Maybe you could ask someone else you might know her. Or get sneaky and find something with their name on it. Like their social media account. Well, someone provided a great hack for when this situation comes up. You forget someone's name, but you should know it and you're afraid to ask. So just out of the blue, ask him... I'm sorry, what's your name again? Oh. And when they say, uh, Dave. Dave. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
you say, ha, I know that. I, I meant your full name. Oh, God. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> Dave Smith. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, right, sorry, I forgot. I didn't. That's so funny. That's not going to work in every situation. No. Mm-mm. But Reddit said it will work in some situations, like with relatives or a friend's spouse. But, you know, something like this can be good for saving face sometimes and saving their feelings. Uh, I know. I've I've remembered a first name and it have been friends with a person for years. Never knew that their last name. Oh, that's funny. I know. And then it's like, it's well, what Thomas. do you do? How do you do? Yeah. <laughs> What do you what do you do there? What do you do there? You we know, always just say spell right. it. And I know, like in our Facebook Live video, you were like, "Well, what if their name is something easy like Kim, Bob Smith?" But I'm always like, "Oh, I <laughs> thought you like I thought you maybe like went by Robert or whatever." Because like in the Aubrey Audrey thing, that would be easy to be like, "How do you spell your name?" You know, yeah. and then you would figure uh, it out. J E F F. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say no, Jeffrey. Well, How do you spell sure Jeffrey? If you were a G off or not? Yeah. yeah. I've oh. gotten burned with that before. Same. Yeah. I mean, I, you will get burned, but... I just ask. I'm sorry. I know we've met. What is your name again? Yeah. And the other thing that I think is also a helpful tip is if you go somewhere and you know you've met someone before, but someone's with you that they have never met, you go, this is Jeff. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff is supposed to say, I'm sorry, what's your name? Hi, yeah. You know, Jeff. And then that way you're like, ah. They're rolling the dice, though, on you whether are. that is going to come together properly it's or not. Hard. Yeah. You got to yeah. send out the reminders. Yep. Okay. Have you ever thought about what you would like done with your remains when you're gone? Yeah. They do some really neat things now. Like, well, uh, some stuff with coral. They'll wrap your body around the. The roots of a tree and plant you. I want to do that one. They do that yeah. at Spring Grove. Yeah. I like to tie you to a tree. I'm sure. <laughs> I have no doubt. No. But uh, deep sea stuff. What do you mean coral? Coral. They, they, there's something that they do with it. They take, I don't know if they take your ashes or your whole body or something and put it in the coral and then put it in the ocean. Are they? Is there some benefit to it? I think it is supposed to be good for the... It's supposed to do some. I don't know enough about the coral one, but I do know that they will wrap your body around the roots a of a tree. tree, and yeah. But yeah. you want to wait till the person's dead before Correct. you do that. That's okay. when it works best. I see. <laughs> yeah, a survey asked people what their preference for the remains would be, and there were more than two dozen choices. The most popular one was being cremated and having your ashes scattered somewhere in nature. Or in especially, you know, your favorite place or the lake you used to go fishing with your dad as a kid or something. The second most popular was having your organs and tissues donated. Yep. I think that's great, too. Yep. Uh, followed by being buried under a tree, having a traditional mm-hmm. burial underground in a coffin, and, which is what my mother was very adamant about. She, mm-hmm. didn't, she didn't leave a whole lot of instructions behind, including a will, but she was very clear that she did not want to be cremated. She wanted to be... Buried, so that's what we did. Okay, and then uh, also having your entire body donated to science. Uh, the kid's grandfather did that. Yeah, uh, donated the entire body to science, and they basically they they harvest what they needed and studied it, and then but they only held on to it for a certain amount of time, and then I guess the way the this particular arrangement was set up is they gave the body back to the family, and then 
like six months later, they had a memorial service. Oh, wow. Like, Interesting. Well, they cremated afterwards? Like, or did in they the, just get In that? this case, I don't think they did. Mm. You know, I think they just took what was remaining what was from left it and, and then... Yeah. Interesting. Uh, most of the top responses were variations on that kind of stuff, but the 10th most popular answer was a little more unique. It was a Viking funeral. <laughs> this is pretty cool. <laughs> if this is what I'm thinking of, I would totally do this. I, Just yes. put me in the basket, light it on fire, kick me down the Ohio River. Oh, we kick you down the river first. You can play England Dan and John Ford. Coley yeah. will never have to say goodbye again and just... <laughs> Just the Ohio the River, later, bro. Wouldn't is you rather it be it up in the lake? In well, the- no. The- <laughs> All right. For those of you who don't, who don't know what a Viking funeral is, that's having your body sent out into the water on a boat and then set on fire with a flaming arrow. That's yes. right. And cool. Right? Mm-hmm. Since Kristen is Norwegian, she may want this. Oh. So what happened? Going out in dramatic fashion so then you just burn slash and then it just set off to sail and that's it and everybody burns everybody everyone burns up and everyone it sinks and runs to a tent and drinks grog and ale and gets really drunk (laughs) (laughs) i I mean i I think her kids might find that a little disturbing but what was that show they did that a lot on Oh, you see it. I think I think it's a Game of Thrones. I think they've done it. And oh, they did a Viking show. Yeah, yeah, good for a while. (laughs) What do you guys think? What do you want to do? I kind of go back and forth. I used to uh, be adamant about being buried, and now I'm just not so sure. I, I I don't know. I like the tree idea. It's all a racket, just bury me the in the cre- backyard. Yeah, the cremation thing. I I don't know if I want anybody walking around with a box of my ashes. So where would I want them spread? I don't know. You don't trust me with that? I can handle that. I, I don't can take think, care of that for I you. I don't think you'd be my guy. Tell me what you want. Just, <laughs> just write some instructions. We'll make sure it gets make done. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> My mom wanted Just very to... enthusiastic about planning what happens to my body. Count on me, Chief. <laughs> my mom wanted to do the tree thing, but then I was like, but what if we move? Like, are we supposed to dig you up and take you? Like, she was like, yeah, you got to take me with you. I'm like, I'm not digging up a tree. So I don't yeah. know what she's decided. Yeah. But I often wonder for people that are cremated, like, for example, if I was cremated and then my ashes went to my daughter, what does she do? Does she like... Take them everywhere with her. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what, kind you know, of that's kind of different. And what happens kind of when she thing. gets old? Am I just in a box at the Goodwill? Yeah. Well, see, I'm I'm I'll probably eventually end up with both of my parents' ashes, and then wherever whatever they do with me, do with them. Mm-hmm. You know, so keep three the three of, of us together. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's cool. We have a cemetery back in Boston where, uh, sadly, I do have some friends buried there, and some family members and. It's also the town that, where my mother lives, so, you know, she's buried in that cemetery. But I love that cemetery because there are no headstones. Um, mm. They're all, like, the uh, in-ground monuments. Yeah. yeah. And they're made of, you know, granite or whatever your choice, and you yeah. can make them as, as elaborate as you want. But to you, it just looks like a, a Greens, field of green yeah. grass. And I've always loved its location, and I've always just enjoyed being there, Yeah, strangely, you know. Spring Grove is beautiful. I would ride mm-hmm. my bike through there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that where you want your final so resting place I, to be? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Although I haven't, I should, if that's what I want, I should probably make those or arrangements, but somebody. I haven't. 
Or have at least a plot there as an option. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not all that expensive. Yeah. Because it's owned by the city. But it's weird to me, too, to think about, like, so you would say you want to go there, but then your wife, like, what would she want to do? You know, like, if she wants to be a Viking funeral, it's like, you'll be in separate places. Yeah, mm-hmm. if she Should wants to shoot together? an arrow at me and set me on fire, I mean, that's cool. She is my wife, so <laughs> she, I guess she gets to do what she, she could wants. if she wants. Yeah. Well, we'll try it with you, because you'll probably go first and see how the yeah. family deals with it. And I am a little older than her, yeah. What to do with her when Can the time comes. Can I shoot comes. the arrow? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let all of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah. line us up on right. the side of the river. We'll make a the game of it. Who hits it. And the first one that hits it gets a million of your dollars. Yeah. Yes, it's our very own Hunger Games. I am so down. Down. It's happening. All right. We got it worked out. We got a scam. A little before 8 o'clock, Jeff and Jen, more news that didn't make the news coming up. But first, to check the roads, we got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.